Kia here, and this episode we're chatting about all things work. It's so easy to think that the workplace benefits start and end with your salary. But if you're lucky, sometimes there's much more to it than that. You might be sitting on a huge pile of benefits that you had no idea about. This is getting a bit clickbaity, so I'm going to jump right into the episode. Joining me is Rebecca Moore from Liaise, a healthcare and specialist support service. So let's do it. I feel like I'm missing out here. What are some of the common benefits you might get if you're working for a company, Rebecca? Workplace benefits go beyond salary. So you should really do your research into what's on offer. Things to look out for, things like health insurance, pension schemes, paid leave. Some companies go the extra mile to offer extra perks like uh, flexible working programmes, opportunities for professional development and wellbeing programmes. So you've got like your employee assistance programmes and even flexible pay and things like that. Should our listeners be looking at more than just the salary when they change jobs? Because people are looking at different jobs. Is it just the money or... If not, what other things should people be looking at? Yeah, absolutely. Salary is just one piece of the puzzle. That's not the be-all and end-all, especially in this day and age where we can feel the pinch in lots of different areas. When evaluating job offers, you need to look at the other things that are on offer as well. Things like healthcare coverage, life assurance, staff discounts. These all compound towards your financial well-being. So you should make sure you're taking advantage of all of those things and research what the company's got on offer for you because you can absolutely save a lot of money over time. Like even things like free car parking, mm. it, ad- it all adds up. That's, so. a, that's a big one. It definitely does yeah, help. Yeah. So when it comes to factoring in benefits, what would you say would be important? I know for me, when I was working and had one of my first jobs, Healthcare was not something that I knew was important to me, but having access to, you know, people who could help me, you know, doctors on tap and being able to access things like counselling, things that I didn't realise were good benefits. But what should people really have a look and consider? What what would be some, some key ones that you say, you know, make sure that a company has X, Y and Z? What would you say? I think when, when you talk about that, about the those benefits to do with healthcare and counselling, Most companies offer something called an employee assistance programme. It's probably one of the main benefits that people tend to offer. On that, you normally get a few free counselling sessions and it's good to have access to those things because sometimes the NHS can be a bit slow. You want to talk to someone straight away. Normally with your EAP, you've got someone on hand 24-7 that you can call them, have a chat about it, not just about like mental health and things like that, but also financial counselling. Sometimes they put you in touch with people that might give you just a bit more of an insight into mm. where you need to go, pinpoint you in the right direction. You can even call them to ask for bits, like if you've got something going on at home, like legal problems or something, you could maybe get some advice and they'll point you in the right direction there. So that's really a good thing to have for, for employees. I think that's a key one. I think even just sitting down with your manager at work and saying, you know what, what is available to me? I know I've definitely done this a fair few times <laughs> and said, you know, th- there's so much out there. What exactly is available to me as an employee and then you can have a look at that list and figure out what's going to work for you there's some there's some other ones which are really good to have where you can have access to a gp online where you can ask them questions you know so it's difficult to get a gp appointment when you want one sometimes so it's good to have that on hand where you can if you're just a bit worried about something you can have a little chat with them but that's that's a really good benefit to have not all companies would offer that but it's definitely something to look out and ask for i completely agree so let's talk about a few other benefits we covered some of the main big ones but what maybe perhaps smaller ones are available to employees maybe when it comes to their finances or things that they can have a look at to make maybe the financial burden a little bit easier if they're feeling that pressure something very high up on the employee benefits agenda at the moment and something that I'm definitely looking at for uh, my colleagues at my company is having access to flexible pay 
And I think probably for the younger generation as well, having access to your earned wages before payday can sometimes ease that financial burden. If you've had something emergency come up that you need a bit of extra cash for, it's good to be able to access your earned wages before payday. And it stops you going to things like loan sharks and things like that where they're going to give you massive interest rates. So that's a good benefit to look out for. So for the company that I work for at the moment, we've introduced something called WageStream where colleagues can go onto an app. They have good visibility of the wages that they've earned so far and also if they do overtime or something like that they can have access to that money quicker than having to wait till payday so if they're wanting to go out next week maybe they'll pick up a few extra hours this week and then they can access those funds to uh, get that money quicker without having to wait. I think that's a good thing to have access to, especially as an employee. It's a good oversight and it kind of feeds into that money management you know. Yeah. We, we tend to focus on budgeting when it comes to the final stage once it gets paid into your account and what am I going to budget my money for but if you know during the month how much you've currently earned and maybe I'm going to do a few more hours like you said to be able to have a bit of extra money it's a good way to keep on top of your money I think that's a good point yeah, you made there. One good thing about these apps as well is um, sometimes they allow you to put money away before you get the money into your bank account so you don't really notice it as much when you're trying to save that £50 or £10 you might put away every month that uh, you won't even realise that's come out. And when you look in your saving pot then, it grows quite quickly. So I think that's a great way. (laughs) Exactly. Anything that we can do to make Mm. everything feel a little bit easier, but we're still planning for our finances, is is a win in my books. That's what I think for sure. So Rebecca, are there any traps to be aware of when it comes to taking advantage of workplace benefits? Like, for example, is there something that's likely to be cheaper elsewhere? Yeah, that's a good question, actually. while workplace benefits do offer convenience, it's important to compare cost and coverage. I'd definitely say that. So maybe healthcare benefits might not cover everything and you might need to just assess if it's cost effective compared to maybe getting private cover. And then just make sure you're looking at potential tax implications for benefits like healthcare because sometimes that might add on to that. It might not make it beneficial for you. So it's worthwhile doing your research around those points. Completely agree. I think it's worthwhile just understanding and knowing what could come up and just having having a good overview over everything. Yeah. Some companies do things like cycle to work schemes, parkings paid for, other development programmes for professional development. Maybe they've got apprenticeships you can go on and advance your career that way. And then obviously you're not having to pay for those things yourself and that will be better financially for you in the long run because you've managed to get a qualification. Also sort of like you need to look at flexible working arrangements, other things they have an offer like the um, employee assistance programmes. Maybe they've got an app where you can go on and get discounts from high street stores and things and all those little bits mount up. They all mount up. And I think when you mentioned about the employee development program, I definitely did that one of my jobs. I used that and took advantage of it to learn another language, which is always useful. It's something I always wanted to do. And it's even better when my employer wants to pay me to learn language. So yeah, absolutely. that's a very key point you made there. It's a there. great benefit. <laughs> so for anyone listening, if you have listened to this podcast before, you will know what's coming next. So Rebecca, I'm going to ask you a question. What are the three easy ways that people can use when it comes to workplace benefits to help them get a little bit richer? So number one, I'd definitely say maximise pension contributions, especially the employer matched ones. Number two, utilise your wellbeing programmes, gym discounts, things like that. I mean, it all adds up and, you know, contributes to your health overall. Uh, so definitely go for that. And then number three, explore your employee share purchase plans. They're a really smart investment opportunity and I think I would 
definitely encourage that. I completely echo that. I've definitely taken advantage of all of those that you mentioned when I've been in different jobs before. So thank you so much, Rebecca. This have been some amazing gems that you've given to all of our listeners here. And it's been incredible. So thank you so much. Some great tips for saving money there. And you're going to need them because next week I'm talking about a big one. It's something that's on a lot of people's minds a lot of the time. And that's buying a house. Is it a pipe dream if you're a Gen Z or millennial? Come back next week to find out. And if this podcast is connecting with you, then you know the score by now. Hit follow, tell your friends and keep on getting to grips with your money.